0: Hello and welcome back to the Department 12 podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ben Butina, and I am joined in this episode by Dr. Cody Cox and Dr. Greg Poole. How's it going tonight, guys?
1: Doing great. How are you? Doing great. Thanks for having us on.
0: All right. So I'm going to have you introduce yourselves. Um, We'll start with Cody. Uh, What is your role and, and where do you work?
2: Uh, well, I'm an Associate Professor of Industrial Organizational Psychology and Organizational Behavior at St. Mary's University. Uh, Poole and I teach in the Grehe School of Business and the Master's Program in Industrial Organizational Psych.
1: Okay. And uh, Greg? Hi, I'm uh, Greg Poole. I'm Professor and Chair of the Industrial Organizational Psychology and Organizational Behavior Department here at St. Mary's. And I also have a joint appointment with the uh, Grehe School of Business where I teach some management uh, courses.
0: Very cool, and thank you both for for joining me tonight. So, I am the the topic of tonight's show is something that uh, I, I think there's a lot of people out there that are curious about, especially maybe uh, students or early career professionals who are interested in combining uh, possibly uh, academic and consulting work. So, I actually had a uh, a listener reach out to me on LinkedIn, and she writes, "I'm a huge fan of your podcast and a hopeful PhD student." I was wondering if you had any insight or could point me in the right direction. For a long time, I've heard of people combining consulting and academia into one career, i.e. professors that consult on the side. Does this really happen? Is uh, her first question. And uh maybe more to the point on her second question is, how do you get there and what can you expect from a career such as this? So we'll start by confirming that this does happen, right? and And, and you guys do this, right?
2: Yes, yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. So uh, she had a couple of follow-up questions uh, based on this, and, and I thought they were pretty good. Um, her first question is, why did you choose to do this? So let's start with Greg. Uh, why do both academia and consulting?
1: Well, one of the, the philosophies that's always kind of guided what I do is I, I take a scientist practitioner approach. And uh, what that means is that I, I really enjoy doing research and and finding out new things, discovering new knowledge, new phenomena that, that people haven't seen before. But um, I also recognize the importance of practice, and uh, you know, it, it it wouldn't be nearly as much fun or as effective if I were isolated. I think from from industry, uh, it's important to know what the real problems are. It's important to know what. Uh, organizations face and and where we can, as as a field, help out. And so I've always been um, attracted to doing both, you know, kind of the, the basic science as well as the applied work.
0: Yeah. And, um, you know, as kind of a follow up and, and to sort of flip the question around uh, for you to respond to, Cody, is how does um, your, you know, we, Greg talked a little bit about how the consulting influences his teaching because he's exposed to hey you know these are the real world problems that clients are facing do you find that it works the other way as well do you find that uh your teaching uh, or your research influences your consulting
2: yeah, it really, they, they kind of feed each other. Uh, we've done a lot of research on topics that are of interest to local industries and businesses, and it kind of helps guide the work that you do so that you don't wind up pursuing questions that aren't really interesting or relevant for practitioners. And so I, I think it really is a, a relationship between the, the two that works out really, really well. It motivates you to do better, more relevant research, and then the research you do is of interest to to your clients. But it also, I think it makes us better teachers, too. You know, all of our students. Well, Most of our students want to go on to consult and be consultants. And so the fact that we have experience, you know, lets us bring that into the classroom and and talk to our students about the things we do right and the things we do wrong when we're doing our consulting. Mm -hmm.
0: So a great answer. I think that makes a a lot of sense, and and particularly for, you know, an applied field such as ours, having both or being able to do both. Yeah.
2: Yeah, just, just yesterday we were on a conference call uh, with a lot with a client and, and, and uh, I had not tested out the uh, we were using Microsoft Teams and I hadn't tried that before. And of course, I arrived at the meeting and it doesn't work for me at all. And I can't get the audio to work. And I just wind up, you know, looking very unprofessional. And so I can go and tell my students, if you're going to meet with a client, make sure you try out the software, make sure you're proficient in it. Don't make the first time you're trying it in front of your client. And so yeah. hopefully they'll learn from my mistakes and, we'll, and and be better in their own practice.
0: Yeah. It's a great example. Uh, so uh, another follow up question from the listener is, uh, can you be tenure track slash tenured professor and still offer consulting? So maybe the question behind this question is, is this something that only like maybe adjuncts do, um, because it's, you know, it's so demanding to do both, or is this something that, uh, you know, tenure track professionals do as well?
1: Well, um, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and field that question. Um, uh, at least with our field, you know, with with industrial organizational psychology, uh, doing the consulting helps. Now there are certain points in your career where it's probably not going to be a great idea to do a lot of consulting. And so if you're tenure track and an assistant professor, um, y- at least in my experience, you know, universities and colleges are focused more on on publications and grants and and your teaching, um, and they're going to be a little less interested in in what you can bring to the table through some consulting. Um, But one of the things here at St. Mary's especially that that Cody and I have both been able to incorporate into our classes as well as into our own own consulting is we work with a lot of nonprofits uh, and we work to try to help them um, do better. Um, We work to try to help them with, with organizational issues that they're facing. And to the extent we can, we incorporate our students into those projects as well. And like I said, the nice thing at St. Mary's is that that is a, a value in our organizational culture here. And, um, you know, we, we receive some credit for that kind of work. Um, the university views it a lot as service and in and, and, and some extent as teaching. Hey,
2: just to echo Dr. Poole, I think he's exactly right. It, it, it depends on where you are in your career, and, and it, certainly the people going up for tenure right now need to focus on publications and making sure they're getting a lot of research done, but then you reach a point in your career where you're, you're doing research, and it's more automatic, and, and you can get things done, but you also have some space for consulting, so I think the, the better able you're able to incorporate the two, the easier it becomes.
0: Okay, great. That's a, a great answer. Uh, another question that the listener has is, if you're doing both, so in other words, if you're Uh, you know, an academic and consulting, are you an independent consultant or are you consulting through a firm or a lab on campus? So I think the the question here is, um, is this something that you do through the, the college or university, or is it something that you do independently outside of the college or university system?
1: There's there's no consistent model for that. Um, hmm. uh, I, I think through my whole career, I've always done a couple of small projects here or there, consulting that I've you know really enjoyed. We've always had uh, applied projects in in courses as well, but um, a lot of universities, uh, particularly uh, graduate programs in IO, have started to incorporate either consulting groups or um, institutes where that's part of the role. You you actually are a part of that institute and you're working. Uh, in the community to do uh, consulting and to, to help organizations. Um, we, we do that here too. We have several organizations at St. At Mary's that, that we help contribute, but you you also can go out as an independent consultant and do that. It would be much more rare uh, to to have somebody go and join another organization. What you might find um, that is becoming more common is where a university or a department uh, might form a public-private partnership with an organization. And, um, and, and we've actually done that here recently, too. We have a, an organization, Endeavor Management Consulting, that we've uh, started partnering with to um to help them with with some questions, mostly uh, research and, and education type questions that they have.
0: Very cool. So her final question uh, she asks for the pros and cons of each, but I think we've kind of talked about the pros already. So the, the pros as I see it of, of doing both is that the consulting makes you a better teacher and the teaching makes you a better consultant and they you know it's obvious to see how they inform each other. Um, and i and 'm sure you know the extra check uh, comes in handy as well but let 's talk about the cons so so what 's the downside uh, of trying to do both?
2: Well, I would say that the time is, issue can be an issue because it can be real demanding and it takes you, it takes, so again, if you're not interested in the work you're doing, it can be really a drain. I think we really like the research we do and our con, contributions, but I can see someone who, if they're, if they feel pulled away from their research, may have an, may have a hard time doing both applied and, you know, say basic research, or whatever else. It's also, it's a little bit, you know, humbling because you, know, you may be really interested in an area and then realize that no one in the real world cares about that. <laughs> you need to have the flexibility. To, to find a way to make your research interesting and relevant to the larger community. So I, I think for those two things, probably the time issue is the bigger one. What
1: would you mm-hmm. say, Greg? Yeah, I, I think that um, time management is, is a real challenge. Uh, and one of the things that, that I've always done is I've, I've been very choosy about the, the outside projects I work on. Um, if, if I don't believe in the organization, if I don't believe in the project, um, I have the luxury of, of not taking that client on. Uh, and and so i've I've done that several times in my career um, but the the good news is that 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 frees me up for for working with a client that I think I can really assist I can really help them attain their goals and um, that's always a, a much more rewarding position to be in
0: okay cool thanks so for uh, for for the listener or for anyone else who's you know um, You know, at the beginning part of their career and they're looking forward and trying to decide, you know, is is this a path for me? You know, we've obviously answered the question. Yes, it's possible to do both. I I guess if somebody is specifically setting out uh, to make this sort of dual career, uh, what advice would you give that person?
2: And one thing that I kind of glossed over earlier was you mentioned how does teaching make you a better consultant? And I think one thing that mm-hmm. helps is, is teaching statistics. And, and I think being able to explain statistics to individuals who don't have a lot of statistical background is really, really helpful. And so I think in my experience as a TA in stats and teaching, you know, stats and, multi, and uh, multivariate statistics here helps me be able to converse with people about what the statistics mean and, and how to interpret them, even though, again, the stats you use and, you know, and academic research is, is a much more advanced than you really went up using with when uh, you're consulting generally. But I think being mm-hmm. able to explain statistics is something that's really really useful.
0: Okay, so learning how to uh, communicate, you know, some of the the more you know statistics and some of the more complicated topics that we deal with in, in academia in a way that's accessible. The clients. uh, Well, it's
2: the thing. I I realized early on that if they, if your client doesn't understand what you did, they're not going to use it or believe it or you know or listen to you. So you you have to make it make it understandable in order for them to make it you know useful knowledge for them.
1: And and one of the mistakes I've seen um, you know students as well as even consultants make sometimes is that they they um, treat their clients like they're they're not terribly smart when their clients are very smart. They just may not know what we know. And so it's up to us to figure out an effective way to communicate, um, the information we're presenting to them, the data, whatever it is, it's on us to figure out a way to communicate that effectively so that the, the leaders can use that to make good business decisions. Uh, and so I think, you know, taking that role of being a good translator of the science of the statistics, um, of the theory, that's an important part of being, um, effective with, with outside organizations. Um, to answer your question about, you know, is is this a career path for everybody? Um, I also want to be careful and, and mention that, you know, not all departments, not all institutions are going to be supportive of this kind of mm-hmm. approach. And so it's real important that uh, the individual know kind of what is it like to work in that particular department at that particular university? Um, you know, it's clear that uh, that both my job and Cody's job full time, we're here at St. Mary's. Um, we pick up, uh, you know, projects on the side and enjoy that, and we believe it really helps us in our, in our profession here at St. Mary's. But um, I think a fall, a pitfall I've seen some people um, make is they start doing more and more consulting and less and less of their job at the university, mm. and that can get some people into trouble.
0: Gotcha. All right. So I want to thank both of you for being on the show uh, I found this a, a really uh, interesting conversation. I also want to thank Lindsay Lane, uh, who is the uh, the listener who submitted the questions, who actually messaged me while we were talking, uh, gave me permission to use her <laughs> name on the air. Wow. So, um, yeah, yeah, we do this thing in real time. No kidding. So uh, thank you both very much. And I'm going to include a link to um, your program uh, on in, in the show notes. And um, I, I hope you both have a great night.
1: Yeah, thank I appreciate much. it. Thanks for the opportunity.